Hello, my name is Aziz and I'm the son of a divorced mother. She is really my superhero. That's why it's important for me to support women to share their uniqueness, their personalities, perspectives, and emotions about life. Too many women in this world feel alone. They worry about the judgment of others and they struggle with their mental health. But when they listen to the Rare Girls podcast where empowered women share their voices and tell their stories, many women will feel inspired to live a life of freedom and to overcome all their insecurities, they will feel it is a safe space to find their confidence, to remember their unique beauty and to feel their self-worth. And they will connect with a sisterhood of rare girls who encourage their success and support their dreams. That's what this podcast is all about. My guest today is Gina George. Gina is a model and content creator from India, Kerala, born and raised in the UAE, Dubai. Gina always had a passion for makeup, not just any makeup, creative, unique makeup. That's why she started to publish her work by creating content. Now, she is a full-time content creator and influencer as well as a model. From a humble start, Taking small pictures of herself in the balcony, Gina is now doing runways and professional photo shoots for various great brands. Gina, how are you today? Thank you so much, Aziz. I am doing very well. I'm so happy to have you here, ready to know so much more about you as a person. Uh, probably a lot of people might only see the exterior, what they see through the content, but I want the real you. So let's first begin with this nice first question, which is, Gina, if your friends and the people who know you best could describe your personality, what would they say about you? Oh, okay. That's a very good question. Uh, I would say like I portray myself in Instagram as like a very a bitch face kind of look, you know, like I would like beat, beat people up. But to be honest, I'm a type of person who's very, very goofy, um, very uh, lame. I, I make lame jokes and I'm a fun person to be around. And I'm also kind of shy. But once I'm comfortable, I will like really, really get into you, like, you know. So, yeah, that's me. I understand fully and completely. And you spoke about being a shy person that you need to get to know people before you open up and bloom. Well, let's say you meet someone new. How do you recognize, like, what traits are you looking for? How do you recognize they're your person? How do you see as uh, as them as someone that you are going to safely open up to? And what are some red flags that if someone comes through and you feel them, you're like, no, 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 yeah. I'll stay reserved around this person. Okay. Yeah, okay. I don't really like have a particular type of like, oh, I need like this, um, you know, trade from this person. To be honest, it's just like energy and like vibe. Like I've met like so many people who have met in the, in just like one meetup and I'm like already close with them. But that's just rare occasions. But not much thing. It's just energy going, flowing, like, you know, and red flags, I would say like, suppose if I meet up with a guy and like, the next day he says oh my god i really like you like bro we barely even met like that's one red flag 
yeah personally for a woman if i meet or anyone in general i don't think i have a red flags i've never really thought about that but yeah i understand that's really really interesting and can you tell more as an indian woman who was born and raised in dubai and you of course still wear sometimes traditional indian clothes how is it for you like do you feel the connection with you and india is different to your family members who are still in kerala do you feel that dubai because of the melting pot that it is and the uae that you have your own unique culture that cannot be called the culture of the emirates or of india or of anywhere your cosmopolitan or how is your experience as someone growing up in a very welcoming country, but still your family relations and all those there uh, have the Indian culture and they might be even back home. To be honest, like uh, all my, like most of my relatives are here in Dubai. Uh, so like whenever there's like a, there's an occasion called Onam and like um, many other occasions here. But the thing is we rarely like wear Indian clothes, but once I wear it, it's like once in a year type of thing. Yeah. So once we wear it it's it's such a such a good like confidence and you feel so like pretty and so nice like it's very different like you know the culture is just beautiful especially like as i'm from kerala like we wear like these um settimunda it's it's kind of like a sari it's just very beautiful like i cannot explain more like it's just amazing and yeah it just it feels very nice that's really really interesting and it makes me think about your love for makeup I have interviewed a girl who is originally like from a different place and then she immigrated to Canada before you know, when she was a little girl at first. And she said that she desired to become an actress and is fascinated by it because she felt that she was boxed into a specific stereotype as an immigrant growing up in the culture in Canada. And she thought, as an actress, I can be anybody I want. I can be a Barbie or a pirate or a boss or a, a, a shy girl or a confident girl. There is no limit to who she can be. Is this relatable to your love for makeup that you can be any mythical creature? You can be a dragon, you can be a vampire, you can be whatever you want. And it's part of the desire for freedom. Or is it something else that, that drives your love for makeup? To be honest, like, I, okay, so I never really thought of that question. Thank you so much for asking me that. So when I used to be like in school, um, you can say, first grade or fourth grade yeah when i was in my primary school i used to get really very much bullied by uh like everyone in general but mainly guys and they told me like uh why 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 do you like talk like this like indian accent oh my god and like um just started bullying me for how i looked and all that and that kind of inspired me to like do makeup and like in a kind of good way like i really liked it and now I'm doing like creative makeup. Like it, it kind of gives me like, I have a niche now. So I hope that answers your question. Uh, but yeah. It does. And it makes me wonder. So when you are growing up, guys used to bully you how you looked. And now they fall in love with you in one day. <laughs> how does that work? Does it make you think like, oh no, if he's just... Uh interested in me now he must be superficial maybe the bullying had something to do with it or how is it related how is that evolution well the bullying part was just like like a part of it but um 
like I would say like uh, the main reason why I got into makeup and like you know the creative side of makeup is because of um I couldn't find my own niche within me like um I couldn't really I I didn't get myself out there so I was like you know what let's let's try something new like you know creative makeup is really different and I saw many creators like do that and Indian people doing that was like really really like you know um it's it was very rare and yeah i got into this and i'm really like i'm glad that i found my niche in a really young age as well i'm happy for you that you found your niche and your voice and you're growing it further and further and even before that as a shy girl have you struggled with mental health how was your journey of finding your confidence and was that first experience of taking that first photo in the balcony and sharing it part of you finding your confidence can you share how you felt when you were bullied what did you struggle with with your confidence did you compare yourself to others and then how did you begin to grow that so that maybe other teenage girls can uh, also know and have like ideas they could try to help themselves like you said like you know i'm i'm still very shy but i've become better but um you could say i'm kind of like an amber wood right now but yeah because i'm in this i mean how do i say this uh i started this whole journey because i really loved it i mean love it not loved love love it and no one stopped me in my family and people who made fun of me or joked around me um were people just like telling like oh you got like hairy legs why are you taking sh- like you know shoots like this um she's wearing too much makeup i would just say like just do whatever you want like literally nobody it nobody cares is kind of like a word which goes in two words so nobody cares is like in a sad way like ah oh, damn nobody really cares about me but nobody cares is like yeah nobody cares so you can do whatever you want like you know so take it as you want it so in the beginning i did take it like in a sad way that nobody cares about what i do but now i'm just like yeah nobody gives a shit like this I'm going to do whatever I want. I'm going to post five posts in a day like no one nobody's going to care like spam them. But yeah. I love that and I agree with that so much. How was that experience within you? Like before that did you have a voice that was telling you oh what would people think? I mean actually growing up I remember my mom used to say that often that oh what will people think? What will people think? And then for me to <laughs> transform myself and really take charge of my life i uh, developed the mantra of saying fuck people because <laughs> uh, yeah uh, only you know uh, my happiness is more important than anything so just for you how was it before did you have a, like a critical voice did you worry oh no i might get bullied or people will criticize me and then it changed within you like why is it is it because you thought no my life i want to uh, find my happy life i don't care about unhappiness anymore is it because you said i want to know myself and the only way to know myself is to challenge myself like how did it work mm, uh, honestly i it's not that i don't didn't or don't get um, criticism i still do but in my beginning stage yeah like i i got a lot and I I was just like so sad about it but like now it's kind of to the point that I've gotten like so used to it and I'm just like 
who are these people like i don't even know them like it it doesn't really matter to me you know so yeah it's pretty much what i can what i can say right now Yeah. Thank you. And you said that some people were bullying you for your Indian accent. Well, now you wear your Indian traditional clothes in those events, you feel great about it. What is the problem of speaking in the way that uh, your whole country speaks? I mean, like, do you feel that those people felt, uh, I don't know where, where, whether you studied with other uh, people who are originally from India or from all over the world? Can you tell me more? Because the Indian culture is is a great culture, is very deep, it's very rich. So I'm trying to understand your own perspective on it after being bullied specifically for being Indian. Yeah, I've gotten like a lot of criticism of my accent and like till date I I do feel insecure about it, like about how I speak Indian comes out, you know. But like honestly, it now I'm just like I've been better. and like now that uh, i don't know if you've noticed or people out there who's listening have noticed like the brown culture is the or like the indian brown culture is getting a lot more recognized so that has given me and many other brown women out there like so much confidence in like putting themselves out and yeah like it's it's very it's very nice to like you know it, who cares if you have a indian accent though like there's no problem like it doesn't doesn't affect like who you are you know or it doesn't doesn't tell you who you are or whatever like yeah i agree 1 million percent and just to share more about you how is a typical day an ideal day for you in dubai if you could design a perfect day when would you wake up would you be a morning person or a night owl and wake up at noon <laughs> what would you do first where would you go just share something that would be a perfect day for you because i know that will also your interests and your preferences say a lot about you as a person and about your personality all right so um don't judge me but i literally sleep at okay let me tell you my schedule now so i sleep at like 3 4 okay now now let's see yeah. creative people get their thoughts and ideas during that time and i'm pretty sure like people out there who's like very creative or maybe even you asis you can like relate to me um people yes, out there like i got tons of energy around midnight <laughs> it's like magic and a lot of creative ideas and then it it's hard to sleep because you need to get it out it just wants to come out to this world and to this life's so almost like given birth you cannot just sleep until <laughs> when that happens yeah exactly like I had I once um literally didn't sleep for like a whole night and I just stayed up and I slept the whole morning actually uh and I woke up at 6 p.m. so yeah it's my schedule is pretty fucked up but like you know that's how I get my ideas and uh but yeah for now my schedule is 4 a.m. I sleep so um wake up at like max 11 or 10 a.m. not pm i'm not i'm not that like you know <laughs> but yeah um and then that just like my creative mind like comes during the time of um 12 to like 4 but yeah thank you for that and you have a lot of family members or you said all of your relatives are in dubai that's fantastic 
Do you tend to make friendships with people who are from India and you stick within people who are related to you? Or are you more cosmopolitan? And I I guess you're introvert, so you have a few friends, but that could be from any other countries. How does that work for you? Did you build like a small India or mini India within Dubai that you keep living within? Or your friends, they could be from any continent in the world and therefore you're living a life that is very multinational. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a very nice question. So uh, in the beginning, when I was, when I was like, uh, you know, in my school time, um, at the age of 16, 17, I did have a group of friends, which was, which were fully Indian. I, they were really nice. But now that I've grown, um, I have like varieties of friends. So you can say from like Chinese to Pakistanis to Indians also, to um, North Indians, um, uh, Iran, you know, many other, um, even black people. Uh, I have like various type of friends right now, and I'm I'm really like glad about that. And yeah, I've met even though like I'm I'm an introvert. Introverts, uh, just because you're an introvert or like a shy person, doesn't mean that you know they can't have friends or like um or they're so shy to talk. Like oh my god, no, like nah. Like they can have friends. They probably need like an extroverted person to like, you know, be with them and, you know, get their whole self out, you know? So yeah, I've, I've met my friends through mainly TikTok because um, that's what I do, you know, TikTok and like creating content. So yeah, I do have like people from outside the country as well. <laughs> and I do have Indian friends as well, but uh, it's very rare actually. Which is sad, <laughs> but yeah. I am an introvert. Like my uh, my measurement is ninety four percent. And I remember I spent a summer where I didn't talk to any new person. I was just me chilling with my cat, not even a dog, so I don't need to go out and walk it. And then I thought I don't want this life, and I changed myself. Now I'm thinking about it in a different way. I give people an opportunity to meet me, not in an arrogant way, but like I'm creating. Uh, possibilities in this world. And because some people are the right people for us, they will be part of our our own small universe that will be full for great supportive people on the right vibe and who will have uh, compatible chemistry with us. And the other people who don't like it, well, they're just saying, I don't belong in your universe. So happy for them. Goodbye. (laughs) You know what I mean? So there is no shame about it. But yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And now I have no problem talking to any new person or even being the initiator. I am my own (laughs) extroverted friend, like you said. And then I don't uh, because some people think, oh, no, if I talk to them, they have to like me. No, they, they don't. It's like people already will either like you. I feel it's almost like predestined that people will feel your energy and then they will love it. And so there are some people who are great people. You just, your energy is not compatible and there is no reason why. And there is nothing wrong with that. So yes, it's it's very, very important. And to finish this, I love uh, speaking with you because I feel we have that common perspective on the world. But for women as well, there are many women who might be living within their comfort zone because maybe their parents... Even Indian women who gave them the expectation that you have to be a doctor or a lawyer or a now an IT engineer. I'm happy that it's opening up for women 
you need a stable jo uh, job, all this nonsense, as I might say, of TikTok and makeup doesn't pay the bills, stop it. And then some women might have within them a lot of art, a lot of things they want to share, but they're living up to other people's expectations because they worry. What if I go into the unknown and then their anxiety triggers and they think, oh, something bad's going to happen. And then maybe my parents will hate me and I'll be alone and then they don't help me or whatever it is. What's your advice to them? Because everything that you dream is outside your comfort zone and women cannot reach their full potential if they're living within another person's reality. Okay, so I wouldn't say I made it moment, you know, like, no, I'm still growing. But I would say to people out there, First of all, my mom wanted me to become a dentist. I'm sorry, mom, but I don't want to look at people's like teeth, like it's mouth, it stings. So yeah, um, I would say to people who want to like, you know, just do whatever you want, like in a creative, creative people way, especially Indian way, Indian people and Indian brown hole people, first of all, and if your parents are like really like strict, I would say just but do it in, in a secretive way and like, um, maybe move out of your house. I'm being serious, yeah, because, like, I, I know, like, brown parents are, like, really, really strict, Um, some brown parents out there. And you don't have to, like, listen to your parents if, you know, they're not supportive of your work. Like, move out, like, you know, do the, take that risk. The risk is what will make you successful. Like, I've gotten a lot of relatives told me, like, um, what is she doing? Like, what the fuck, like, girl you're not gonna make any money out of this like exactly what is he said right now um but nah like thank you gina and i noticed something about myself i was born in a way where i really really wanted loved and saw myself as different i did not want to fit mm -hmm. in i did not see myself as an average person or similar to anyone <laughs> at yeah. all and therefore it was irrelevant to me a lot the opinions of uh, most people because most people are by definition average and i did not want that life do you feel that for you personally you were born in a way where you did not want to conform or a part at, at some point within your teenage years or uh, whatever you made the distinction and the decision to say no no more I am going to create my own path. And nowadays we have options. We have TikTok. You have social media to do things in it that before wouldn't have been possible. So such people. So I consider myself as like when I was a child, like uh, you can say in the beginning of when I started my journey, I used to not be rebellious like at all. Uh, I used to be, I used to be very, very like, um, oh, they said that, like something rude someone said. And I'm like, oh, they said that, damn, like, it's okay, it's fine. Like, they didn't really, like, mean it, you know, it's okay. But now I'm like, like I will beat, beat you up, okay? But kind of. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but some people are, like, you know, when they start this journey or what I'm, what I'm, what I'm doing right now, like the creative um, industry, some people may like give up. Like I know so many people who had like given up first, like uh, my, my mutuals, but um, it's okay to give up. But at the same time, it's not because, you know, you're kind of like destroying what you loved for like, because someone else told you like, you know, don't do this. Don't, you know, what are you doing? Like, no. Yeah. 
Thank you so much, Gina. I really encourage your success, your growth, your ability to express yourself forever and to pursue your niche and keep growing it and growing it and never ever have to look at people's stinky teeth and mouth, as you said. <laughs> and I thank you so much for participating in this podcast. Thank you, Aziz. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. It was it was amazing. <laughs>